Welcome to an episode of Above the Game Podcast. Above the Game gives the listener an eternal perspective of faith through the lens of sports. Above the Game will feature coaches and athletes from our communities all over Southeast Missouri and beyond, sharing how faith in Jesus Christ has impacted their lives within athletics. It will also give a platform for coaches and athletes to express their faith and connect on a spiritual and personal level with others in the field pursuing a relationship with Jesus Christ. This podcast will be available on different digital platforms. We're so thankful for another avenue to share the gospel, to lead every coach, every athlete into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ and his church. You can email us at abovethegamepodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Above the Game Podcast. Also on Instagram and Twitter, at FCA Above the Game. Now, let's jump right into this next episode. Here we go. Another episode Above the Game. Your host, Vip and Coach. Excited about what today's going to bring and, and uh, our guest, all the way from originally from Popper Bluff, Missouri. If if I'm you are correct, correct. Thanks, Coach. And uh, <laughs> we're going to be able to just talk about the goodness of God, athletics, <clears throat> MMA, um, just just some things that the Lord is using. That uh, you know, it's it's kind of it's kind of you know it's it's a different avenue, but it's a it's an awesome <laughs> avenue because it's. Uh, it's creative and it's reaching people and and we know our guest today, man. God's using it in a mighty way. So, coach, you over there? I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> it's it's uh, exciting for me just because this goes way back when I was a bluff in the '90s when I got to see TJ kind of grow up a little bit and then I was gone <laughs> as he got older. But uh, got to see him. I've seen him from far away. All the stuff he's done back in the 1900s. Yeah, it was back in the 1900s and <laughs> 1990s. There's yeah. another nine in there. Thank you very That's much. Good. Yeah, before the 2000s. Uh, but uh, just got to see how God's used him in different avenues, coaching summer basketball, like wow. all the things he's done. So, TJ, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? Oh, fellas, it's an honor to be here. And uh, I am blessed, man. I, I'm excited about uh, being on this episode. So thank you guys for the opportunity. Yeah, well, our first thing we just want to kind of jump into is talk to you and kind of just hear your story about where how you've got. I just I always think this when, I, when you talk to somebody is like, how have you gotten to where you're at? Because, you know, God, sometimes there's so many different ways that he turns us and, you know, like different things could have happened. And then, you know, when you get there, you kind of turn around and you're like, wow, that is really cool that yeah. I'm where I'm at. God's placed me where I need to be. But just kind of you tell your story about how you've gotten to where you're at. Uh, well, I will. Thank you. So um, from Popper Bluff, Missouri, uh, go mural. Uh, <laughs> uh, <and> so, uh, <laughs> grew up there. Graduated there and uh, went on the track. The run, oh, I'm sorry, went on the run track at a junior college, in St. Louis. Um, actually, flunked out of uh, the, the junior college I was at, and uh, and so at that time they had um, you could you could run professionally for different circuits, and so I kind of jumped on one of those professional circuits and got hooked up with some people and done that for a little bit. I went back home, uh, quit that, went back home, uh, and then decided I wanted to play. Uh, basketball that was my heart so went to uh, junior college mental area community college under Corey tate uh, we we're number two in the country 
played there, ended up going to Missouri Southern State University, played basketball there, then went and played some pro ball overseas. Came back and got in the ministry, gave you know, rededicated my heart to Christ and uh and 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 I'm telling you it's been uh fast forward uh very fast since then. It seems like I just blinked and that happened. Uh I tell people all the time, time waits for nobody. <laughs> and uh the other thing is the older you get, the faster time seems to uh to speed yeah. up on you. And that, so that after true, playing true. <laughs> So after playing basketball, uh, professionally, um I, you know, I was over, it was during the NBA lockout and I knew God was calling me to ministry. And, I, and I'm just like a lot of, I was running from it. I wanted to continue to play. Yeah. I, you know, I wanted to make the good money and, and do all that, but I just knew God was calling me to do more. You know, um, even when I was playing, I remember first time getting my check, I remember getting my check, but thinking like, it's, it's got to be more life than this. And, and that's something I thought that was my dream and I love to do it, but it was like, I kept feeling like it was more. And I'm, I'm sure you guys can attest to that. Yeah, um, yeah, I just knew God had more for me, and uh, didn't know what it was at the time. So I was driving, I was flying back home uh, to my girlfriend, my wife. Now she had a she was a music teacher, and she had a, a program. I was sneaking back, and that's the first time I really, uh, really dealt with some one-on-one issues with God, and uh, and uh, and just knew that He was calling me. And so I said, "Okay, God, um, you can't use me. I'm damaged goods. I've done a lot. I've been, you know, I've embarrassed my family. I've, you know, done different things." Um, you know, that I'm ashamed of, you can't use me, but I, but I asked God this thing, coach, I said, you allow me to make a lot of money. Um, I'll definitely um, be a <laughs> yeah. blessing to, to different churches and ministries. And I feel like he was saying, no, I, I need you for such a time as this. And so got into um, MMA and uh, God kind of really just catapulted me to the top. I was one of the number two fighter in the country as an amateur and uh, went professionally and been fighting professionally in MMA um, ever since for the last, 13 years, I'm guessing, somewhere around there. Uh, professionally boxed as well and, and also professional kickbox. So I've done five professional sports uh, coming out of the boot hill of Missouri. That's not too bad. But one thing about it is God gets all the glory. You know, wow. um, I'm definitely nothing without him. He's opened the doors. He's connected the dots. And sometimes if you just, if you just, tr- I'm, I'm the type of person, I just trust God no matter what. Yeah. You know, you, you know sometimes when you fuck, you can't trace him. I just trust him. You know, I just trust him. If he say go do that, I'm just gonna go do that. If he say stay and be still, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay and be still. And uh, and uh, and so um, I've got to fight on national television, you know, multiple times. And and now I, I, you know, I still fight, and I also do motivational speaking. Yeah. Also, evangelist. I, I, you know, I travel and I speak and I and I preach at, at different churches and conferences, um, you know, youth conferences and things like that. So I am, I am a just blessed man and honored to be uh, God's vessel and so yeah. I just use the platform he's used he's given me as a professional athlete to open those doors and share the gospel yeah I think <clears throat> when I look it's just amazing what God can do and like what you didn't share like I do remember is I just remember when you were in junior high how tall do you remember how tall were you in junior high uh, I was four foot eleven. That's what I, I thought. Eighty-two yeah. pounds. Yes, and then they <laughs> and then people were on a podcast, so they can't picture it. Like, so tell them how big you are now. I am I'm I'm six four, right under six five. Yeah. So I'm uh, <laughs> almost six five, and you know, I walk around about one hundred seventy, one hundred seventy five pounds. When I played basketball, it's about one ninety, one ninety five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, God is God changed you physically, <laughs> spiritually, all kinds of ways. Yeah, yeah to get Amen. you get to where you needed. Yeah, God has a plan. Well, what do you think? Like, yeah. what do you think the faith like? How does faith impact what you do now? 
um, as far as with your uh, MMA, and I know you coach, you know, some summer basketball at times too. Like, how's your faith impact that? You know, my faith is opportunity. Um, well, you know, my faith helps me spend time with God, that one-on-one time. You know, a lot of times, you know, we're human. We get discouraged that things don't go the way we, we want to go or we planned it to go. Sometimes God bless us, Coach, and, and just because it don't look like we're, the way we want it to be, mm-hmm. um, we take it for granted or we're, or we're we're not thankful for it, you know. And so yeah. um, it's really helped me be thankful for a lot of the small things along with the big things um, as well. You know, I, I don't take what I have, what God's blessed me um, for granted. You know, I, I just don't take it for granted. I, I you know, I, um, I'm i just so thankful. And so I get the opportunity to, to everything that God's blessed me with, the, the athletic to the athletic ability, I use it just to glorify him and, and get opportunity to share the gospel. My heart is to change lives for the, for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. I do it, you know, that, that's my heart. Yeah, that's awesome. You can just sense the gratitude because I think what you oh, hit yeah. on too is there's so many times in our lives where something happens that we think, this is not what I want. Yeah. What's God? Why has he got this happening? And then, you know, down the road, you find out that that was exactly what needed to happen. It yeah. worked out exactly how it needed to happen. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like it reveals itself. Yeah. You know, just just listening, you know, TJ, to your, your life and where God's brought you from and and, and how um, really, really the emphasis in, in your younger years, I'll say younger years, we're probably the same <laughs> age, sounds like. I'm 40. How old are you? I just turned forty a few weeks ago. Wow! So we're the same age. You okay, young. You're so we're young bucks yet. up in here. Come on, <laughs> not even in your fifties yet. <laughs> oh man, but 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 that emphasis was heavily on on athletics, and you know we just we just did a, a segment a couple weeks ago on on uh, idols, right? Mm-hmm. And I look back mm-hmm. in my life personally and how just how sports was an mm-hmm. idol. But yeah. yet, yet, how God, even though that that was an idol in that that season of of my life, and I'm not speaking for you, it may or may not have been. I don't know, but but when God changed my life and I surrendered my heart, He still used that in different facets of my life. You know, obviously, even today. But and, and it sounds like just the same same thing with yours, and that's amazing how God can can use whatever we've experienced successes failures, difficulties, triumphs, whatever the case may be. And God uses all of that, man, if we're willing to give it to him and and it glorifies him. Man, and you're right, man, that is, that is so good, you know, because when I played professional basketball, I may have been a little cocky and arrogant and, and prideful, <laughs> you know, and then, and I put, but I put so much time yeah. in basketball that that was my guy, that was my idol. Yeah. And I didn't even notice it. Sometimes we get going, and we don't even realize what we're doing. You don't know, even we realize we, it. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're praying, and, and but we're leaving God way back there, and we we're taking twenty, thirty steps ahead of Him, with, and we're living life without Him. You mm. know, so man, that that you just saying that really ministers to my heart because that's exactly how it was. Yeah, for yeah, for me, that's that that is true because I think I've done this in my life, and we were talking about this in a guy the other day, just how you know we we get a plan. And then we inform God, this is what we're going to do, and we'd like for him to bless it. Yeah. You know, hey, God, this yeah. is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to say, you want to be a part of this? Go ahead and join me. And you just got to think God idea. laughs at us a little bit, and he's like, yeah, we'll see how that works out. Yeah. Um, why don't you do the worst thing you can possibly do, and I'll go ahead and use that, because yeah. that's who I am. I'm God. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Well, what, um, who, what do you think? I know you talked about your wife. Um, what's her name? 
Brittany. Brittany, yeah. Who? What? What, what do you think? If you were going to give, what's the biggest impact? Um, like personally, like kind of like that you say in your life, sports, you know, in, in your spiritual life, like who's impacted you the most you feel like? You know, um, I, I get this question asked quite a bit, um, who impacts me the most. And I would have to say, when my sister Tanisha, mm, yeah. you know, um, okay. my sister Tanisha, she went mm-hmm. from the number one runner uh, in the in the country, in the, four, in the 300 hurdles, I'm sorry. Um, and uh, just such a humble, hardworking young lady. She ended up getting pregnant, and so she didn't go to college. And, and then after she graduated, um, she got pregnant. And then she was going to go back to college, but she, she gave up everything. My mom was sick. Uh, my parents went through a divorce. She had a little win. Uh, I actually went back to school to play basketball. And so she actually put her life on hold. Hmm. Um, uh, man, I get emotional sometimes thinking hmm. about it. Wow. You know, And she just she said, I remember her just saying, hey, listen, like you, you got to go get your education. Like, you you got to do this. You know, and uh, and she actually, man, she motivated me. She pushed me um, just to become better, you know. And so uh, I'm forever grateful for that, you know. And, and, and the six of us, you know, and, and uh, all my siblings were very close. We love one another. And we, we've all, you know, um, but she, she was that one that really, um, really motivated me. And so I've learned a lot from her, especially being as great of an athlete as she was. And she just didn't, she, she set it all down. You know, she got in the church, she's on a, on the worship team at our church, and she set it all down to glorify God and to push others around her to be better. And yeah. uh, that's just—I I watched that, I learned, and I think that's a, that's a blessing. So that really motivated me a lot. Wow, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah that's, that's <clears> that does not surprise me. But I did not know that story. That wow. is that is awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. hey, well, tell us a little bit about and not to just to dive since me and Vip, we love basketball. You love basketball, and I know like you've been doing some stuff with your victory basketball, like in, in the summer. Um, how's that going? Um, so we, we, uh, we stepped away from victory where we were okay. at, you know, okay. we love them. We honor them, you know, um, but we feel like I was calling us to do, um, so we have our own, we call it Mo Legacy. Uh, a lot okay. of people may not know this, but my brother, Maurice, uh, Yo, passed yes. away. Yes. And, um, so, um, and we're big about, our family's big about legacy. Me and my wife are, are huge on legacy, leave mm-hmm. a legacy. And so, as in, it's even scripture about legacy. And so we, um, we uh we started our own basketball program and we're doing that. We have six teams that's going uh, very well, and we're playing on the basketball circuit. You know, uh, we're actually heading to Cape Girardeau this weekend. So, oh, awesome! Well, we're, nice. we're excited about that. Uh, we send kids all over the country for college: the Division One, Division Two, NIA, D three, JUCO. You know, um, send some to Three Rivers. We send some to Men Area. Some some all over. And so, you know, we get opportunity to do that. But it's ministry first. It's ministry minded. Mm-hmm. We use basketball as a platform God's given us. But we've also, we've also, we've seen four of our scholarships at Division One and kids playing professional basketball. But what I love to brag on the most, coaches, we've seen marriages restored. We've seen, uh, we've baptized coaches. We've, we've seen mm-hmm. uh, kids give their life to Christ. We've seen, you know, the hearts being rededicated. And so, uh, we we really uh, go, go forward on the ministry part. You know, we have Bible studies. Every kid in our program gets the Bible with mm-hmm. their name on it. It's mm. there. We, uh, my wife and my daughter, they they go and they highlight identity verses in in scripture because, like we just talked about earlier, you know, like you know that ball. I always say that ball's gonna stop bouncing one day. Then what if we talk? If all, if all we teach is basketball, I feel you mm-hmm. know because yeah. you know that that ball is your is, is your guy. We can't allow that to happen. You know, and so. Um, so yeah, so the ministry part, we really, um, focused on that a lot. And so the basketball is just a bonus. I tell people, 
Yeah, that's that's what that's what stuck out to me is just that fact that that <clears throat> what I love is in, in our current culture of summer basketball. You know, and, and not everybody's bad. You know how that is. There's there's so many kids right. playing, so many things going on. But we just we need more of that. Yeah, more coaches that are giving up their time and, and understanding the bigger picture of like, hey, we we want you to reach your highest level. Yeah, but who you are as a person, your relationship with Jesus, you know, wh- where your identity comes from, because you know we're we're at a time where you know everybody's throwing out those stats. You know, kids are yes, depressed. You know, there's more suicide. It's it's all that yeah. stuff. You know, and I was reading something that's talked about. You know. Like, you know, self-esteem or lack of self-esteem that's because you know kids they don't know how to think about anything other than themselves mm, yeah. they, 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 they need the gospel more now than they ever had than ever yeah ever before come on that's mm. so that's so true that's so true yeah people can complain but you know i'm in i'm still you know in education on that tail in there because i'm 52 <laughs> not 40 but uh you know it's you, you can look at it like this you know, the, the fields are fertile. Like, I mean, there's all yeah. kinds of people out there to, to reach and they're dying to everywhere. Be, they're dying yeah. to be reached. Yeah. You know, their life is not fulfilled and we've got something that they need. Yeah. CJ, Hey, I, I got, a, I got this question for you. So with the different seasons of your life, you've kind of, you've kind of went back and, and told us about sports and faith and, and how God's using all that right now and, and kind of up to date. So what about what about this? What what has God been saying to you at this season, at this this moment in your life? What what are some of the things that the Lord's just and you've kind of already hit on a lot of stuff, but is there is there anything that just stands out that God says, you know what, did you this is this is why I've created you that for a time such as such as this, such as right now? What what's what's kind of going on in that area? Um for for me and even for my wife, you know, we're one uh ministry, share the gospel you know, reach the loss at any cost. And so uh, just to travel and share the gospel, you know, uh, even with our basketball team on Sundays, uh, we love having, um, you know, our Bible studies outside of the gym. And I'll do it purposely outside the gym. And uh, because people are hurting, the world's mm. hurting. Now. And people are, are they, you know, they're turning, they've tried everything. and They're at their last row, you know, but they haven't tried God. And so opportunities to share the gospel. And, and it's kind of, it's you know, it blows my mind every time. Um, that every time I'll show the gospel, even outside of basketball tournament, people, other teams and parents will stop and sit down and listen, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, but that's been our heart is just to travel, show the gospel. And, uh, and that's what we, that's what I stepped away to do. And, and I just got back from uh, New York and then, um, you know, I'm going down to Florida to speak and, you know, I'm getting into colleges and, and schools um, to, to share the gospel and then, and then do motivational speaking as well. And so people are hurting. So, yeah. you know, we got to let them know that we serve a guy that heals and he reigns above everything and he's still in the healing business, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and so Amen. we just love sharing the gospel and, and I'm watching the altars be filled, you know, because people, they're running the guy. They're yeah. running. We can't run away from him. We got to run to him. Run to him. That's good. That's awesome. That is good. That is good. Um, <clears throat> well, TJ, this has been awesome. I have, I have loved reconnecting, listening to your story, um, finding out some things like I knew a little bit, didn't know everything. I think that's what I love about this. What we're doing right yeah. now is going to talk to people and just find out their story and their passions and, you know, and where they're at with God and, and, uh, where they're at in their life. And, uh, I know you've, this, this has blessed me. I know that. Yeah, definitely blessed me, oh. man. And, uh, I know we haven't met face to face, but hopefully, hopefully in the near future, man, God will allow that door to be open where you can cross paths and, uh, get to see each other. Absolutely. And I want to, I want to say why I get opportunity to coach, um, Coach Scott, thank you for all that that you've done um, for me in my life and for my family. You know, 
Um, you know, we grew up, you know, you know how people grew up private. We don't tell everything. Um, but like, you know, my mom was paralyzed from the waist down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and growing up, it was rough. My dad was an alcoholic and he worked a lot, you know, and coach, I remember the times you giving me rides home and, and giving our, you know, took care of my brothers and, and sisters. And you always loved on us. You loved us no matter what, you know, I remember having holes in my shoes and people laugh and joke. And I remember one time, specifically you took up for me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so, um, you may not remember that. I'm sure you deal with a lot of knuckleheads. I was a knucklehead, uh, <laughs> but you know, I appreciate you just always, um, you know, loving you. You let me sit on the bench. You let me sit behind. Let me get the water, and and those things. It it man, it blessed me. You know, growing up, you know, my home was rough. Home life was rough growing up in, in the season, and and you you brought peace a lot of times. And so, um, even when you didn't know, you were bringing peace. So I just want to tell you. Uh, open and publicly thank you um, so much for all that you have done for me and for and for others as well. And uh, you didn't see color. You didn't see what we were from. You just loved us. Uh, and so I, I appreciate that. And I say thank you for that. Well, I appreciate you saying that. And I can say this, I loved every minute of it. Um, and uh, I know back then, especially, I was a little crazy at times when I was coaching. I think I've, <laughs> I've relaxed a little bit since then, but uh um, no, that means a lot. And I appreciate you sharing that. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have anything else to say no. other than that. CJ, you know, I, we never know who's going to listen to these and we, we got some people that follow and keep up with the podcast, but, uh, you know, we haven't done this to this point, but man, would you, would you just kind of maybe pray for those that may be listening oh, yes. to this and, and, um, man, just what, whatever may be on your heart to pray and, and, um, we'll just kind of close on that today. Absolutely. I'll be honored. Um, so, Heavenly Father, we just thank you for, man, we just thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. And, uh, Father God, you're just an on-time God. You never make mistakes. Yes. It's awesome to know that we serve a Father um, that reigns above everything and that everything matters to you, small and the big. And so, uh, Father God, I pray that anybody that's on the sound of my voice that's hurting, that feel like they're feel like no one cares, uh, I just want us to know that's a lie from the pits of hell. Because, yeah. uh, God, you sent your son to die on the cross for our sins. You love us that much. Uh, knowing how we would be, you still sent them. And, and and Jesus to stay on the on the cross. At any moment, he could have got off that cross, but yet he didn't. And so um, we're just thankful. So, so, God, we thank you in advance for all that you're doing. Thank you for the blessings and the miracles, the seen and the unseen. And, uh, God, I pray just a covering over everyone. God, I pray that um, your people will um, not be afraid to share the gospel. Um, that we don't need to sugarcoat it. We don't need to water it down. We just need to share the word. And uh, you made that and given that to us. So I just say, have your way. Got our footsteps, our thoughts, and our tongue. And anyone on the sound of my voice that don't have a relationship with him, I, Lord, I pray for the opportunity uh, for them to email or call or, or reach out and, and ask to know more about you and also opportunity to allow you into into their hearts, Lord, because that's what it's about. If they're un- listening and they don't have a relationship with you, they're the most important person out there so we just say have your way lord and uh, i don't underestimate anything i don't put you in a box lord i've seen you heal the sick i've seen you raise people that uh, took their last breath i've seen blind eyes be healed lord so i just say thank you for all that you're going to do in jesus name i pray amen 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 Amen. thank you so much tj for coming on today yeah thank you tj it was great connecting again god bless you Man, bless you guys. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, if you're out there listening and um, you you 
maybe was moved and the Holy Spirit touched your heart today and you just want to reach out, um, you can contact us through Facebook, uh, email, and we'll have all that information here coming up. So thank you for tuning in today. God bless you. God bless your family. Um, for all you coaches out there that are just gearing up, middle of the summer, you're grinding, keep going, man. It's going to be worth it in the end. Till next week, guys. God bless you. Thank you for connecting today on Above the Game Podcast. We pray that you was able to hear something and maybe have a takeaway and add it to your game. These podcasts will be available on multiple digital platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Buzzsprout, and many more. We're so thankful that you was able to connect with us as we simply use this as another avenue to share the gospel, to lead every coach and every athlete into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. You can contact us once again through email, abovethegamepodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and also our Instagram and Twitter account, at FCA, Above the Game. Thank you so much. Until next week, God bless.